Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Welcome to the show and welcome to the year we are celebrating, July 26th, the 30th anniversary of the signing of the Americans with Disabilities Act. And we are celebrating this all year. Special shout out to Yoshiko Dart, who worked with her late husband, Justin, the great Justin Dart, to help get this bill through. And to my sponsors, hi, Mark has been the lead sponsor for four years. And we have a new sponsor, year-long sponsor, People's Natural Gas. Thank you so much. And uh, Employment Options, who is our new, other new sponsor uh, for earlier in the year. So um, it is just, I'm so excited. You know, we have... Listeners in 17 countries around the world. And guess who has the most people listening? China. Wow. Is that awesome? And, you know, in China, I hope that you are spreading the word to other people with disabilities and to all of my friends in Asia. My uh, thoughts and prayers are with all of you with this virus. So everyone I know, please be safe. I'm really excited about our show today because uh, our guest, Craig Radford, is a longtime friend of mine uh, from Connect Direct and just a really great person. So Craig, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi there. I'm doing well. I'm very excited to be here today. Thanks. You're welcome. It's it's good to hear from you again. Thank you. So, Craig, how did you first get involved in the advancement of communication for the deaf community, which, as you know, I believe leads to employment for people from the deaf community? How did you first get involved? So it started way back when I was going to Utah State University in my college days, and I was one of the few deaf students there, and there was a local technology company that was trying to deploy a new software for deaf to use on dial-up internet to allow them to have point-to-point, face-to-face communication. And so they pulled me into this uh, to provide consulting on how to best develop their features, their functions, uh, for them to use their video technology. But you have to remember, back in this time, the internet wasn't the way it is today, so there was a lot less bandwidth, and picture quality wasn't nearly as good. But it was better than TTY. So personally, I've used TTY for about 20 years prior to this. And uh, so for all of my communication, it was typing through a device, having to type through a hearing person, um, through a relay provider using the TTY. So it was all text-based. And then you'd have to wait <laughs> for the hearing person. You'd have to say, go ahead, and things like that. And it was a struggle to communicate that way. But then this, at the time, was this new development, which was much better than the TTY approach. And I was very excited about it. <clears throat> and I just started diving into it completely. And they decided then to incorporate the idea of what we call now VRS, or Video Relay Service. And so we started to do a pilot to see if the concept was there by first installing 100 video phones, um, installing them in deaf people's homes. 
and we had a contract with a local interpreting agency to provide interpretations of the calls between a deaf person and a hearing person. And when we installed, <clears throat> installed the first 100, the response was mind-blowing. It was like a dream come true for deaf people to be able to communicate through an interpreter as opposed to having to use the TTY, the text base in English. And so I remember, you know, I went into this 80-year-old woman's home to install her video phone for the first time in her life. And I was there installing the video phone and her reaction was priceless. She was crying. She had tears in her eyes. She said, I've been dreaming of this my whole life. And I could see the profound impact that it made on her and on the community at large. And, you know, that's, that's something that I really enjoyed. And that's how I really dove in and started my, my journey in this industry. Wow, that is awesome. And Craig, <clears throat> I'm really glad you brought this up. You know, I noticed a lot of companies still have their TTY number to call in. I mean, do you think a lot of people from the deaf community still use TTY? Some do. Uh, a lot of people still are using the TTY, even though we have advanced technology uh, to VRS and now the further advancement with Connect Direct, which I'll go into here in a minute. But yeah, TTYs are still out there. Hard to believe, but so much better. When I used to interview people using TTY years ago, oh, it was terrible. I never felt the person who was deaf really got to represent themselves because you're relying on this person on TTY. So I can see why that woman you talked about cried and how thrilled she was. Well, this leads us to Connect Direct. Why, what caused you to launch Connect Direct? So uh, I got hired by Communication Services for the Deaf, or CSD. And CSD was starting the process of opening up this concept of a direct services. So we started calling it Connect Direct, and I was hired to implement the program. And the reason behind that was because for a long time, like I, like I mentioned earlier, TTY was used for several years, you know, really since the 1960s. And, and then finally, there was an improvement in the technology and using interpreters. But still, I'm having to rely on a third person to communicate, and sometimes interpreters can be hit or miss. All interpreters are great to work with by far, but they're not always the great fit for me. They don't fully know the company that I'm calling. So, you know, you're, you're interpreting between two people, and you're not fully aware of the whole background. And sometimes it can be hit and miss. Sometimes an interpreter is qualified, and sometimes an interpreter is not qualified for my need. Sometimes I have to wait for the next available interpreter if the one available isn't qualified. And so it's not just that, but sometimes there's misunderstandings between the person I'm talking with because I'm relying on that third person to represent me. And not only that, but a lot of interpreters are female. And so when I connect and I say, hi, my name is Craig, and then the person hearing, the hearing person on the other end of the line hears a female voice, it creates a disconnect and sometimes they hang up on me. So we came up with this idea of connect direct because, you know, you know, when you call customer service today, it's press one for English, press two for Spanish. When you press two for Spanish, you connect 
directly to a Spanish-speaking agent. But deaf people don't have that luxury. They have to call through an interpreter. And, you know, ASL is the third most used language in the country behind English. And so we decided to go ahead and set up this contact center with deaf representatives working in the call center using American Sign Language so that they can answer calls directly in the deaf community's native language. Nothing beats point-to-point communication like that. You know, I just want to comment. That example you gave about calling but having on TTY and having a female interpreter, yeah, that happened to me many times. Of course, I got it, so I stayed on. But I never thought about that. First of all, that's strange. You know, hi, my name's Craig, and it's a woman talking. And for many companies that absolutely did not understand this, that's terrible. I could see them hanging up. So that was really a good point that you brought up, Craig. That is a really good point. But thank God that you have this new service. So could you describe your services for our listeners at Connect Direct? Sure. We, uh, we are a third-party company with deaf representatives working in a customer, customer support representatives working in a call center. And we contract with large companies like Comcast or with Google. We recently signed on with both of them. And we are providing customer support in American Sign Language. So if a deaf person is having a problem with their Comcast internet, their billing, or any type of a problem where they need to call in for customer support or technical support, instead of calling through the video relay service through an interpreter, they can now call directly through our ASL Now button, which we have implemented on our customers' websites, like Comcast websites. So if you go to the Comcast website, you can find the ASL Now button. You click that, and it will connect you to the next available deaf representative for customer support. So you can use American Sign Language with the agent, or they can use their existing video phone if they don't want to connect via the browser to connect directly uh, to Comcast that way. So, so that's what we do. Wow. I was just thinking also what you said about customer service. That is a great, great service. So do you work with um, a lot of large uh, telecommunications companies, you know, like a Comcast? Do you work with a lot of those companies? Yep. So this is a new concept. We just started this a few years ago. Uh, so we just have really started rolling it out, uh, starting with, with, the, with the Comcast and the Google contracts. We do have more companies coming shortly, and we're very excited about it. And, and, and the reason we're so excited is because this is going to create so many jobs. You know, the deaf community is 70% under or unemployed right now. And so we're creating jobs, but not only creating jobs, improving accessibility for the community. Yeah, that is so upsetting to me about that high unemployment that you just talked about. You know, we've made a lot of progress, but we still have a long way to go. And something like your your service can help change that. But right now, we're going to go to break. If you just joined us, we are talking to Craig Ratford, who is a client success consultant, director level 
at Connect Direct, talking about these great services for the deaf community and for the businesses that use the product. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back with Craig. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you currently receiving SSDI or SSI and wanting to work? Did you know there is a free social security program called Ticket to Work to help you try work without risking your benefits? My Employment Options is an authorized SSA employment network specializing in work at home and local job placement in 47 states. Our clients receive a personal counselor to help find the best job fit and a staff certified benefits counselor for help with Ticket to Work protections. Ready to try working? Apply for free job placement help at My Employment options.com since 1985 bender consulting services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities including veterans with disabilities with private sector companies and federal government agencies bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions including those in the stem fields in addition Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to Disability Matters. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joyce Bender. Hi, everyone. And we are talking to Craig Radford from Connect Direct about the great services they are providing. And, of course, it's for the deaf community. But it's for the business community so that they can hire people with who are deaf and who and use services the way everyone else does in an area such as customer service. Um, Craig, a question that I have. What would you say to companies that ask you, hey, if, if I use this service, what is the return on investment? How, how do you feel you're helping the business community? Thanks for that question, Joyce. So a lot of businesses are offering customer support already in in a variety of foreign languages, and they don't realize that American Sign Language is the third most used foreign language all over America, third. So we've already done uh, this concept with several projects in the past, and the FCC, in fact, set up an American Sign Language support line as well. And and the data showed overwhelmingly that the call time reduced by 42% and the number of callers increased 530%. And the deaf community is an untapped market. We're talking two to three million deaf people using American Sign Language all over the country. And now each company knows how important it is 
to provide superior customer experiences to their customers. Let me give you an example. I personally, as a deaf man, went out to look to purchase a new car, a new truck. This was about six months months ago. The first dealership I walked into, they, they were not taking care of me. They asked me things like, are you sure you can afford this? You know how to get financing for a truck? And I was very put off by their approach, and I left, and I never came back. I never bought a vehicle from them. I went to another dealership in my area that was more friendly to me as a deaf man, more deaf friendly. I had a good experience, a good interaction, and I bought my truck from them. That evening, I went home. I shared my experience with my family. I have hearing family members. They heard about the situation with the dealership, and they themselves refused to go to the dealership that treated me poorly, and then they went to the dealership that took good care of me. My mother, in fact, bought her car. My uncle bought his car from that dealership. So the ROI is there. And, and that's a good example. Um, also, with the FCC, they are pushing government and national organizations to reduce their dependency on the video relay service, the VRS. So that's another big reason. You know, that example you just gave me sends me. I mean, that is so terrible about the person that said, do you think you can afford to do this? You know, that is terrible. And by the way, I agree with you. You know, I, I'm living with epilepsy, and I'm going to tell you right now, people that go to some company where they are not treated right, you know, maybe they have a seizure, whatever it is, but I don't care what the disability is. People will purchase from companies that are disability friendly in a heartbeat over those that are not. So you are you are right on target when you say that, Craig. Uh, that is absolutely true. And you have explained to us about uh, you know the services video relay that helps the deaf community. How about the business community, for example, if they're interviewing? Sure. So can you actually rephrase the question for me one more time, please, Joyce? Sure. What does the what is the benefit to businesses who have video relay when they, for example, are interviewing people who are deaf? Because I don't think a lot of companies I'll mention video, video relay and they don't know what I'm talking about. Sure. Yeah. So VRS is a huge benefit for um, being able to interact with the deaf community for interviews, for jobs, yes, absolutely. Um, Because it allows the deaf person to use their native language, American Sign Language, uh, and it allows uh, the company to be able to to depend on that interpreter to communicate with the deaf person. Uh, Often, I explain to people that the interpreter is not for me, the interpreter is for both of us, right? Uh, it bridges the communication between the deaf person and the hearing person on the call. Um, so remember, back, back in the days of the TTY, try to think about how much of a struggle the deaf community was going through. And then with the advent of the video relay service, they were able to communicate through an interpreter with companies for, for interviews and getting jobs, and that's really been an amazing thing. Yes, it has. Um, oh, so, and and, and in sorry, addition, ideally, ideally, um, you know, with Connect Direct, we can go point to point, ASL to ASL, and that is so much better than VRS. 
So if VRS is good for when there's a deaf person trying to call a hearing person, but the ideal solution is to have a deaf person calling a deaf-trained representative like with Connect Direct. Oh, yeah, because if you're purchasing something, you know, that that is absolutely the ultimate and best service for someone from the deaf community. Over these years, you know, you were saying about how you first got involved and when you were at uh, in Utah and how there were not, you know, services, very few services for the deaf community. What advancements have you seen in technology for people who are deaf or improvements over those years? Sure. So remember the, the first 20 years here, so I'm saying 1960, and on, it was the, the era of the TTY. VRS showed up around 2001, 2002. And so, you know, we were, we were meeting the, the ADA expectations. Now, Connect Direct launched in 2016, and there's a lot more deaf people who are starting to see captioning on televisions, YouTube, social media. You're starting to see captions on all of these videos because we have this voice recognition software that can put that uh, captioning in there automatically to provide more accessibility. Um, there's things coming out where people, deaf people can wear glasses and see captioning or maybe even an interpreter right on their smart glasses, which is amazing. Uh, I remember about five years ago, I think it was about five years ago, I went to watch a movie in the movie theater and they didn't have captions, nothing. They had nothing to offer me. Um, and now in the last few years, all, all movie theaters have captions. So I can go to the movies anytime now. Uh, but at first, you know, you had to go to the once a month captioned movie. You had, would have to catch it. And I didn't have the luxury of going whenever I wanted, like everybody else. Uh, now I do. I can go whenever I want with my family. And, and it's great. And, you know, so the accessibility and communication has gotten a lot better for sure. Wow, that example of the glasses, isn't that unbelievable? Yeah, well, I'm so glad technology is continuing to improve for people from the deaf community because, again, it's all about employment. But right now, we're getting ready on the half hour to bring in our uh, anchor person, Perry Jude Radisic, to talk about Advocacy Matters. We have this every week, and it is so awesome. Perry does such a great job. And you know the whole idea here is keeping you apprised of what is going on. There is no other service that does this weekly to provide this information. So, Perry Jude Radisic, are you with us? I am, Joyce, and uh, again, thanks for having us on. Of course. It is a benefit to everyone. Well, uh, we, we hope uh, we bring the news people want to hear uh, each and every week uh, or read about. And again, all of the shows are on disabilityrightspa.org. Uh, go to the homepage, look for the Advocacy Matters uh, link there, and you can find each and every one of the shows uh, that we bring on Disability Matters uh, every week. This week... We want to talk about the federal budget process, uh, which has begun. And in fact, today, 
the Secretary, the U.S. Secretary of Health and Human Services, Secretary Azar, was in the Senate testifying about the President's budget and what the needs are for the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. So the fight over the fiscal year 2021 federal budget has already begun, and at stake we know are the critical federal programs that impact people with disabilities across all of our communities. So this always begins with the introduction of the president's budget. Now the president published a $4.8 trillion budget proposal back on February 10th. And that's always a roadmap of the president's funding priorities to Congress. The House budget and the House Appropriations Committees hold hearings to review the president's priorities, but the House and Senate always mark up their own legislative priorities that fund the government. The president's priorities did not really include most people with disabilities. In fact, the FY 2021 budget from the president was seeking to slash programs that would uh, normally support people with disabilities. And here are some examples. The president wanted to make significant cuts to all Developmental Disabilities Bill of Rights Act programs. And those you know in your states as the State Councils on Developmental Disabilities, the uh, the USED programs at your universities, and the protection and advocacy systems, programs like Disability Rights Pennsylvania, and the projects of national significance. The president wants to cut 30% from the SNAP programs, that's the supplemental nutrition programs. He wants to cut 15% from Department of Housing and Urban Development and continued efforts to push for work requirements in Medicaid. We have all of this information, including more, at disabilityrightspa.org, so you can read about more detail about what the president wants to do. So advocacy matters, and it's important that if you care about these and other programs, you speak up now and ask Congress to reject the president's budget. So how can you do that? At disabilityrightspa.org, under this program segment, there is a link to our action page on the budget. We can help simplify this for you. You can send your own letter to your member of Congress, or we've made it easy by writing one for you. All you need to do is enter your name and address, and a letter will be sent on your behalf. So if you don't like what the president has offered, you can create your own change with Advocacy Matters. You can personalize it, send your own letter, or send the letter we've written. Just enter your name and address and send a letter to your U.S. Senators and Representatives today. It's that simple. Go to disabilityrightspa.org. Read all about the President's budget and the impact it's having on people with disabilities. We have lots of information from the Consortium for Citizens with Disabilities, the House Budget Committee uh, report on Health and Human Services budget, and so much more, and a link that will get you to our action page. Perry, let me ask you a question. You know, a lot of times, and it is terrible, but a lot of times uh, programs <coughs> get hidden in other, you know, legislation that they're trying to cut. And 
often, I am sorry to say this, but disability is not at the top uh, of everyone's, on everyone's radar. You know, do we have, obviously, people such as you and other protection and advocacy groups uh, across the country are speaking up about this. Do you feel there's enough people talking to Congress and the Senate about this? Absolutely not, Joyce. Uh, Absolutely not. We need everyone. We need everyone. Every one of your listeners should be sending some communication to their senators or their representatives and uh, urging them to reject the president's budget and supporting people with disabilities. Now, the detail comes out slowly. And so there's some detail we know about, and we've given you links to where some of that detail is as we know it. As Congress moves forward, there will be hearings as committees uh, do their work and release their budget priorities. There are reports that will comb through and will find where some of those budget priorities are for people with disabilities. You're right, some of it is hidden within other uh, agencies and with other funding priorities, but we know where to look and... and, uh, Of course, we'll come back and talk about that as we move forward. Uh, But as we know it today, it's out there, it's posted, and uh, we hope people will take a look and do something about it. Yeah, you have to do something about it because things happen. You know, things can get missed. Things, as I just said, can be part, you know, buried in some other bill. We have to raise our voice. You've got to go... Uh, you know, to disabilityrightspa.org. You've got to go there and get that information or, you know, it's going to provide to you what you need to know. So, uh, Perry, I can't thank you enough and we will expect to hear more information as we move on. Thank you, Joyce, and have a good day. You too. You know, I started doing this, Craig, because I did not feel there was an outlet to provide enough news to the disability community that's really up to date so that everyone would know what's going on. And Perry Jude Radisic is doing just a phenomenal job. So, yeah, I'm so happy to do this every week. Okay, Uh, Craig, I wanted to move on. I wanted to ask you what... You hope, as you know, this year is the 30th anniversary of the signing of the Americans with Disabilities Act, July 26th. My question for you is, what do you hope will have happened by the time we reach the 40th anniversary 10 years from now? What are some of the things you hope you will see that have moved forward? Thanks. I, uh, I'm hoping that, you know, any restaurant that I go to, <laughs> well, I'll be able to have full access and talk to anybody there. I'm hoping that while I'm out traveling, that I have the ability to go to the airport to sit down. And if they make an announcement, I don't have to depend on somebody else to tell me about what the airline is announcing to me as a customer. I'm hoping that everything becomes mobile fully accessible with no barriers for communication. I'm hoping to have 
full access to sign language interpreters at any time on the spot without having to make a request, make an appointment, go through coordination, all of the hassle of setting one up. I would like to see that alleviated and I have access to an interpreter when I need one. Yeah, you know, um, once again, I have people who work for me who are deaf that will go to the doctor and they will say, sorry, we could not get an interpreter. Sorry, the interpreter is not available. Now, as I always say, for me, for anyone, any hearing person, when you go to the doctor, it's difficult enough to listen and understand everything they're saying and to- take copious notes. It's hard enough. Imagine if you're deaf and you're hearing this without an interpreter. Do you, do you hear about that happening also, Craig? Yeah, absolutely. I hear about it happening all of the time. Um, people go to the doctor's office, they get there, they've asked for an interpreter, and there's no interpreter there. It's, it's a very common occurrence. Um, it's, it's, yeah, you know, every time I, you know, I, so I just had that situation happen to me personally, in fact, where my daughter was in a basketball game, and she fell and was brought to the hospital via ambulance. We got to the hospital and I had no communication as a parent with anybody throughout that entire process. We arrived at the hospital and uh, we told them, you know, we're gonna need an interpreter right away. And we ended up waiting for about 20 minutes in the lobby there. Uh, and it's just, that should, I shouldn't have to wait. And that's a big struggle. I should be able to get an interpreter, you know? And, and so that's that extra layer of frustration on top of already being in, in an emergency. Yeah, and for everyone listening to the show, are you understanding what we mean? Imagine going to the doctor, trying to explain, you know, okay, like I have epilepsy. Uh, Joyce, have you had any seizures? No. Uh, Joyce, how is the medication working? But for many other people with epilepsy, they are going to be saying, it causes me to be groggy or I'm having a reaction. And then the doctor is going to say, the neurologist, well, okay, what is that like? When does that happen? And then they're going to say, I would suggest this medication this many times a day. Now, imagine if you can't hear. I mean, that is so terribly unfair for people from the deaf community. And more and more of us have to you know, if, speak up about if I that. Could, if I could just chime in right here, you know, you're making a great point. And I'd like to tell you another story. My, my son needed surgery and we had an interpreter there and then we were in the pre-op. And my, the doctor asked, does your son have any allergies? I said, yes, he has these allergies. And I gave the name of the specific allergies, and the doctor was taking notes. It printed out, and he put the band on my son's wrist. And, you know, I, I had that fatherly instinct to take a look, and it was incorrect. The incorrect name of the allergy was put on his band. And I'm, I'm glad I caught that, and that was because I had an unqualified interpreter. Now, I don't want to put blame on the interpreter, but it just shows how much of a lack of access to communication we have, even when they do bring in an interpreter sometimes. Oh, that's terrible. You know, he could have died. Someone could die if they, for example, had a significant reaction to anything, penicillin, no matter what it is. Uh, Wow, terrible. Well, 
you know, once again, if you're a hospital, I hope you're getting a certified interpreter for these meetings or that isn't going to work either. So, uh, Craig, I know you look for great employees frequently and people from the deaf community who are listening to the show may be looking or seeking employment. What do you look for when you hire someone for Connect Direct? That's a great question. Yeah, we're looking for strong ASL skills that can cover the spectrum of potential deaf callers. You know, there's a variety of signing styles and a variety of deaf people. So we're looking for folks who can meet all of these ranges of, of communication styles. We're looking for people who are friendly, who have a can-do attitude. Um, that, those are the kind of folks we're looking for. And, and uh, Craig, how would they apply for a job <clears throat> at your company? Good question. You can go to CSD's website, which is csd.org, O-R-G, and click on jobs. You'll see a list. You can click on job descriptions, and then you can uh, click on get connect direct. Um, there's, so there's two websites, the csd.org and then the getconnectdirect.com. Uh, and then we're on, we're on other websites as well, like Indeed or Workable. You can find us on them as well. Well, if I were you and I was looking for a great job and you're certified ASL, I'd apply to this company because I can tell you they're really, really, really on the move. You know, there was a commercial that Comcast had with someone from the deaf community. Was that connected to you? Was that Connect Direct? Yeah, I think that's, I think I know what you're talking about there. Yeah, Comcast. Yep, they did a commercial with us. Oh, it was fantastic. That was great. Well, you see, I'm telling you that, everyone, because that gives you an idea of the credibility of this company. Craig, you have already done so much in your life. You've accomplished so much and done so much for the deaf uh, community. But what do you consider your greatest accomplishment? I consider my greatest accomplishment. um, So I used to coach for the USA deaf basketball team. And we've won the gold medal. Uh, um, also, uh, in this year, in 2020, I've achieved two, several large milestones. I published my second book, and uh, I was also uh, inducted into uh, the Hall of Fame for basketball. Wow. You know, tell me again. What, tell me again about that team that won the gold medal. Sure. Um, so what we did was we recruited deaf college basketball players from, from universities around the country, and we recruited professional deaf players. There was one in Mexico. There was one in the U.S., and we built a team, and we went and represented the United States in, the, in, in Turkey, and uh, that was about four or five years ago, and we competed against other countries, and it was an amazing experience, and at the end of it, we won the gold medal. The gold medal, and it was like a dream come true. Wow, that is awesome! And congratulations 
to you and to the team. Well, right now we're going to go to break. If you've been listening to the show, we've been talking to Craig Radford from Connect Direct. I want to mention, if you're listening to the show, because we have open captioning, if you're listening to the show and you're thinking, oh, I missed part of the show, or oh, I wish I could share this from some other members in the deaf community, or if you're a business and you want to know more about this, go to Spotify or Apple and you can subscribe to this podcast and hear it on demand so you can hear this show. So go to Spotify or Apple, subscribe to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender on voiceamerica.com. You can subscribe to the podcast and you can hear all these old shows. And with that, we're going to get ready to go to our final break. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be back to end the show. News. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. At Highmark, we believe what makes us different makes us better. Our differences broaden our perspectives and foster diverse skills which complement each other, creating a stronger and more vibrant workforce. It's this belief that earned us recognition by the USBLN and the American Association of People with Disabilities as a 2014 Disability Equality Index Best Place to Work. So we'll continue to celebrate diverse individuals because inclusion benefits us all. To find out more, visit Highmark.com. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high test line of service. For more information, please visit www.vendorconsult.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Disability Matters. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joyce Bender. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. And we have been talking to Craig Radford from Connect Direct. And it's been, Craig, such a pleasure to have you as our guest today. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It's, I'm, I'm happy to be here. It's good to talk to you again. Okay, and one more time for our listeners, Craig, what is the website? The website is www.getconnectdirect.com. Or you can go to www. You could also go to www.csd.org. 
CSD is the largest nonprofit organization for the deaf in the world, and they've engineered and developed the Connect Direct service. Okay. And um, if someone would want to reach out to you, how would it be best to get in touch with you? They can contact me through email at C-R-A-D-F-O-R-D at CSD.org. C-Radford at CSD.org. That's the best way to get a hold of me. Okay. So I wanted to ask you in closing, what message would you like to leave for our listeners today? Leaders for accessibility and inclusion, you really need to explore this service. You have deaf community members all over the United States who are asking for this. They're looking for this. You know, since we've established Connect Direct and we've contracted with these companies, we have gotten hundreds and thousands of calls. And you can't believe how much the deaf community is really screaming for this type of service. Most organizations don't even know that we exist today or that this service is available. And they don't realize how much their customer support is currently failing the deaf community. You know, text chat on their website is done in English, which is a second language to a large number of deaf community members. The video relay service is done through a third party, and those third-party interpreters are not trained on your organization. Connect Direct creates jobs within the deaf community, and we provide that superior customer service experience, and it's going to be in your deaf customer's native language, American Sign Language. Well, someday, uh, as you expand and you get larger and larger, you then can have uh, uh, the Spanish sign language for members of that community. Yeah, absolutely. I agree fully. Uh, you know, hopefully that as more organizations look into this, uh, we can expand into other signed languages. Um, often, a lot of companies see video relay service as meeting their needs, but if they look closer, it really does not. The deaf community is really begging for this service. Wow. Well, I'm glad you've been on, and everyone, tell other people about it. The show, again, just have them go to Spotify or Apple. They can subscribe to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender, and they can hear this show and other shows uh, at their convenience. Uh, Thanks again, Craig. Um, Great to have you. I do want to tell everyone that next week, do not miss this show. It is with Gerald Homey who works for Bender Consulting Services, uh, my company, and we're going to do something special for people with disabilities seeking employment. We are going to talk about what we go through at Bender and what our tips are for you when you are seeking employment. Don't miss that show and tell everyone else about it. We can't wait to have you on. And, um, you know, every year, We have tried to do something special like that. This year, we're doing a show for people with disabilities, and we're doing a show for companies later on in the year, because this year, 30th anniversary of the ADA, it is all about employment. So we end every quote with a uh, famous leader in the disability community. Wow, 
it has to be I, King Jordan today, who said the only thing deaf people cannot do is hear. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Join me next week with Gerald Homey talking about employment for people with disabilities. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. We are the leader in live Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Thank you.